Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's face it, Disney Plus Day is nothing more than a big marketing stunt. But it is giving us some new movies on the service and a glimpse at some upcoming projects. So let's break them down for you. I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. Joining me is Richard Nightwell, our editor in charge of TV and movie coverage. Welcome, Rich. Hi, happy Disney Plus Day. <laughs> well, first off, what is it for folks who, who weren't part of the hype? Well, it's uh, it's an opportunity for, for Disney to really flex its muscles. Like it's the second birthday of uh, Disney Plus streaming service. And they came into the streaming world relatively late, but they arrived with so much stuff. I mean, most of the streaming services launch with as many original, you know, big name, big budget prestige TV shows as they could. Uh, Disney launched with one, The Mandalorian, because that was all they needed, because they have Star Wars, they have Marvel, they have Pixar. And uh, now they've announced a whole bunch of other things. They are filling out that service with just tons and tons and tons of movies and TV shows and documentaries and all kinds of stuff. And they just kind of like uh, get to bomb social media with it all today uh, <laughs> to just really show how much stuff they own. So, yeah. Well, well, I know we're going to we'll get into some of those teases, but I know Disney Plus, uh, Disney Plus Day launched with some new big movies on the service. What, what are they? Well, you've got uh, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings is streaming today, right now. You can go and watch that right now. Uh, Jungle Cruise is streaming right now. And uh, also Home Sweet Home Alone, which is a reboot of the uh, Home Alone series, uh, which is which is pretty awful. But it's kind of... Um, <laughs> It's it's kind of interesting that they're doing these these big movies because those movies didn't get uh, day and date releases. So you know, in, during the pandemic, we had a lot of films that were in theaters and on streaming or just on streaming, and so those are some of the films that you had to go into theaters to see. So it's quite cool that you can see uh, Shang Chi now um, and Jungle Cruise now as well. But um, Home Sweet Home Alone, like if you've watched literally everything else on every streaming service <laughs> and it's like Christmas day and you hate your relatives, then, then yeah, watch home sweet home alone. But otherwise, you know, don't bother. Excellent. Excellent mini review right there. Um, all right. So let's, let's talk about some of the teases because they have been teasing one project after another, the last few hours this morning to talk about what some of the, what some of the more exciting projects are. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, there's there's loads and loads of things. There's like a Disenchanted sequel or Hocus Pocus 2 and all this kind of thing. But I, I guess um, if we had to focus on anything, there's been a lot of Marvel stuff. Um, they uh, they showed us the first glimpses of the Marvel Disney Plus shows for 2022. So that's you get a very first, very short glimpse of uh, Moon Knight starring Oscar Isaac. So that's probably one of the, the, the biggest names to come into the, the MCU recently. Uh, there's also Ms. Marvel and uh, oh, She-Hulk. That was it. Yeah, She-Hulk. That looks fun. It's, uh, it's got Mark Ruffalo in it as, a, as, as the Hulk, and it actually looks kind of fun. These are very, very short teasers that they've shown, and there's still no release dates, so we only know these shows are coming up in 2022. But um, yeah, they, they, they look kind of fun. Um, in the meantime, as well, there's Hawkeye coming up at the before the end of this year. That's later, that's uh, November 24th, I think that's coming out. So there's a, a couple of teasers from that, so that's cool. Um, but then there's a bunch of stuff that um, they've just really revealed that it's happening. There's no photos, there's no casting news or anything. But um, there's stuff like there's uh, 
a spin-off of WandaVision featuring Agatha Harkness, who was a real kind of fan favorite character. So that looks like it could be fun. Um, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of stuff. They're also rebooting the uh, the the 90s X-Men cartoon, which sounds like it'll be a lot of fun too. I'm I'm by the way, that that is the most exciting project for me. I love that love that cartoon. Uh Saturday mornings. That was like that was my jam when I was yeah. Middle school, high school, middle school, I guess. Uh, yeah, but don't go too deep into the fact that. that yeah, yeah, the fact that the fact that they're bringing it back—that's kind of mind blowing to me. I know, and it's like explicitly that they're calling it X Men '97, so it picks because the show ran 1992 to '97, so they're going to pick up where it comes from. I'd love it if they did, you know, the same animation, and they've definitely got to have that that theme tune. Yes, but that looks, yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any any big surprises? Anything that you know just sort of kind of blew you away? I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of, a lot of these things were kind of rumored. Um, the, I mean, the, the Agatha Harkness spinoff is, was, uh, is, is, uh, was, I guess a bit of a surprise. It kind of shows that how fast Disney can move, I guess, because WandaVision came out uh, at the very start of this year. And obviously there's a big reaction to uh, Catherine Hahn playing that character. And so they've just gone ahead and, and, you know, made a big TV show. I think possibly a surprise maybe is that there wasn't much Star Wars. Mm. Uh, they seem to be really cooling it with Star Wars. There's the book of Boba Fett, which is a Mandalorian sort of continuation that's coming up at the end of this year. And there's Obi-Wan Kenobi next year, uh, which does look like it's going to be a lot of fun. Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen back as Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and, uh, and Darth Vader. But not a huge amount of Star Wars stuff happening. So I guess they're kind of saving that for when the movies restart again uh, in a couple of years. But, um, you know, that, I, find, I find that surprising, though, since, you know, a year ago at that Disney Plus Investor Day, like they showed off I don't know, something like a dozen or half a dozen Star Wars concept shows. Hmm. And, and we're only getting a tease on Obi-Wan. That, that is a little surprising. Yeah, exactly. There's Andor, the Rogue One show, and a bunch of other things mm. like that. Um, right. Yeah, I guess that I think maybe they're they're putting the focus on Marvel at the moment. The uh, there's there's something like fourteen Marvel shows kind of in the works. Uh, there's uh, the the three that are coming up next year, plus five more that have been announced, wow. plus uh, a bunch of others that we already knew about. So maybe they're thinking, let's you know, let's put the focus on Marvel for the moment. Um, Maybe Star Wars is just harder to film or something. I don't know. Who, who knows? But uh, yeah, not, not a huge amount of Star Wars there. So uh, Star Wars fans have just got Obi-Wan Kenobi to tie them over. Got it. And, uh, you know, speaking of Star Wars, I mean, the, as you started this off, like the, the, the show that really put Disney Plus on the map was The Mandalorian. Um, and they've, since then, though, they've had you know, sort of a, a, an impressive run of shows that really kind of captured the zeitgeist, right? From, the, from Mandalorian to WandaVision, Loki, I'm curious if you think they'll be able to continue this run and like what f from what you've seen of you know the little teases that you've seen, admittedly they're very very short. Uh, if there are any shows that might be able to kind of pick up that mantle and con continue to kind of capture that zeitgeist. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I mean, it's a it's a question. Like this, this, all the streaming services are all producing so much stuff that you kind of start to feel like there's a bit of quality over quantity. You know, when you look at the number of this this long list of, of stuff that Disney has announced today, a lot of them are reboots and sequels. You know, a new version of Cheaper by the Dozen, or a new version, you know, Hocus Pocus two, a new version of of like you know various other things that have been around before Home Sweet Home Alone, for example. Um, so it's you know when you see that there's 14 shows coming from marvel alone and that's not including the you know pixar stuff they're doing a cars tv show and all that kind of stuff yeah you wonder like is it going to have that that same kind of impact it's not really going to be that scarce 
But there's a lot of really uh, cool people involved in the Marvel stuff. Um, the Marvel shows, to be fair, are very different. So it's not like you have to watch all of them to keep up with the, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like I remember when the Netflix shows were on and there was only four or five of them. And I lost interest about halfway through, uh, you know, of Daredevil and, and Jessica Jones. And then by the time Iron Fist came out, I was I was done. So 14 shows seems like a lot, but they are very different. They're for different age groups. There's a Spider-Man show, which sounds like it's you know skewing a bit younger. There's Marvel Zombies, which is kind of a what if, you know, thing, a bit of fun. Um, so it's it, it does seem like that there are different things. You're not expected to watch all of them and maybe they're going to hit with different demographics. I don't know. But yeah, it does make you wonder, like, where am I going to find time to to watch all these things? And are they all really going to be, you know, that great? Yeah, that I think that's the that is the big question for everyone as the number of streaming services multiply and the ones we actually sign up for multiply and just the amount of content that's out there. What what will bubble up at the top? So, well, Rich, thanks for your time and this breakdown of Disney Plus Day. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>